150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. When he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain for the word of God and for the witness they had borne. They cried out with a loud voice, O sovereign Lord, holy and true, how long before you will judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth? They were each given a white robe and told to rest a little longer until the number of their fellow servants and their brothers should be complete, who were to be killed as they themselves had been. Revelation 6, 9 through 11. Hey everybody, welcome back to the fifth seal. I am your host, the Evangelical Norm. We are episode 39 today. The fifth seal is a podcast where I bring awareness to the persecuted church around the world, get a couple of stories and some prayer points for each country on the world watch list. We count down the world watch list from January through October. We do twice a month. We count down from 50 to 31, and then through the month of November, every day we do one country on the world watch list, counting down from number 30 to number one of the worst countries in the world for Christians to live in based on the persecution they endure because of their faith in Christ. That is why the episode numbers go backwards. Last time we were at episode 40, so today we are at episode 39. So with all that being said, we're going to go ahead and jump right into this. We are going to look at a couple of stories about persecution around the world. This from persecution.org. A Catholic woman from Fuzhou City, Zhangji Province, in her 60s, has been continuously threatened by the Chinese Communist Party since last December. She must stop her belief in God or the CCP will discontinue her government aid. Retired and suffering from the economic hardships from COVID-19, her survival depends on the monthly government stipend. Quote, the Communist Party feeds you. You must only believe in it, not God, unquote, the, the officials told her. Since she has refused to remove images of Jesus from her home, two months later, the pension was canceled. Bitter Winter reports that other elder Christians face the same dilemma. In late April, the Civil Affairs Bureau threatened a paralyzed man in the same city for his faith in Jesus. After taking down his religious images, only the CCP deserves the full allegiance of their citizens because they provide, quote-unquote, five guarantees. Aid for housing, food, clothing, medical care, and funeral expenses for people who cannot work and have no income. The Christians shared, quote, The officials said that I am supposed to believe in the Communist Party since it feeds me or else all my social benefits will be canceled, unquote. He continued, quote, I won't give up my faith no matter how the government pursues me. If it cancels my benefits, I will meet God earlier, unquote. Any Christian receiving government subsidies is under the threat of being abandoned and left to fend for themselves. Poverty alleviation aid is the most significant controlling factor for retired and dependent citizens, especially in rural China. One woman said, quote, by forcing me to remove the por portrait of the Lord Jesus, the government tried to stop my belief in my belief in God, but they cannot take away my belief from my heart, unquote. So, Again, when when the government controls 
what you can and can't worship because they control your money. This is this is what socialism is. This is what uh, people are trying to bring to this country. This is what we are uh, we are in threat of. So um, pray for these people who I, I mean, amazing thing that this this man who is paralyzed. Uh, I mean, his faith in Christ again. These people are not they're not following Christ because they want their best life now. This is not a T.D. Jakes, Stephen Furtick uh, sermon that these people are following Christ. They understand their need for a savior. And no matter what the Communist Party does to them, they're saying we will continue to worship Christ. This man says if, if, it, if they cancel my, my assistance, I'll just meet my creator earlier. So uh, an amazing testimony to the faith that they have in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, next story is from, also from persecution.org. On June 4th, 2020, Nadim, Joseph, and his family were attacked by Muslim neighbors after moving into the TV colony of Peshawar, the capital of Khyber Patunkwant. Yeah, I won't try to say that name. Province in Pakistan. Um, if you want to know what that is, we can, you can look it up on a map. Uh, Joseph and his mother-in-law were shot by Salman Khan and his sons. Khan reportedly attacked Joseph and his family because they purchased a house in what he claimed is a Muslim neighborhood. In a video message recorded from his hospital bed, Joseph said, quote, A month ago, I purchased a house in TV Colony. I still have to make the final payments to the seller, but Salman Khan, a Muslim in the neighborhood, has started harassing my family, unquote. During the time Joseph and his family resided in TV Colony, they were harassed by Muslim neighbors who called them churras, a derogatory term used to denote Christians as untouchable, damaged the doors of their home, and rode motored bikes in front of their house. Joseph claimed Khan and his sons asked his family to leave the neighborhood as it was, quote, meant for Muslim residents only, unquote. Khan went on to ask, quote, how dare a Christian family live amid Muslims, unquote. Christians and Jews are the opponents of Muslims, Khan claimed. Quote, therefore, you cannot stay in this house, unquote. Joseph reported this is what Khan said prior to opening fire on him and his family. As a result, Joseph was shot twice in his stomach and his mother-in-law once in her shoulder. Both were admitted to the hospital. Police have not yet registered a first information report against the Khan and his family. Religious intolerance and discrimination in Pakistan is widespread. Christians often face this discrimination as part of their daily lives. The discrimination often dictates the job Christians hold, the education they receive, and even the neighborhoods in which they live. So um, just continue, uh, keep, keep Joseph and his mother-in-law in our prayers, uh, that they will recover quickly. Um, pray that, that this persecution would stop again. Uh, we are we are sitting in right now in 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 the U.S. where we're sitting in uh, watching protests of racial strife and so on, um, and our brothers and sisters are are truly being persecuted. And again, we we see incidents where we can't say that it's necessarily race that has caused these things in the states but we know this is from the the words of the khan himself we know this is uh based on religious discrimination that our brothers and sisters are being persecuted attempted to be murdered simply because of their faith in jesus christ so pray for joseph and his mother-in-law pray for his family and now we will look at our 
get the right picture up there. Um, our uh, uh, world watch list for today, we are at, at number 39, which is Ethiopia. So a few facts about Ethiopia. The region is Africa. Persecution type is Islamic oppression. Persecution level is very high. Population is 110 million, 136,000, of which 65 million uh, 776,000 are, are Christians. So the main religion is Christianity. The government is a federal republic. The leader is President Saleh Wark Zedway. Zudi. Zudi. Uh, the persecution faced by Christians in Ethiopia often depends on where they live. For example, in urban areas and areas that are mainly Protestant, Christians who leave the Ethiopian Orthodox Church will face less serious consequences, although they may still face opposition from their families. But in rural communities that are mainly made up of members of the Ethiopian Orthodox Church, Christians who choose to be part of another denomination are often ostracized or even attacked. In rural communities that are mainly Muslims, Christians are often denied access to communal resources or even attacked by extremists. Christians from Muslim backgrounds face pressure from families and communities. Some examples. On February 9, 2019, local Muslims in Alaba attacked 10 church buildings, destroying one and burning the property inside of all the structures. The Political instability in the country has afforded some groups to target Christians and churches. As a result, six Christians were killed in Amhara, Oromia, and SNNMP regional states. Some prayer points for Ethiopia. Converts from Islam to Christianity are ostracized, harassed, denied access to communal resources, and often denied family rights. Pray that the Lord will equip the church to offer Christians hope in these circumstances, to be ready to reach out with the gospel to their persecutors and to respond to persecution in a way that honors Christ. The Ethiopian Orthodox Church opposes the activities of evangelical Christians whom they regard as followers of a Western religion, threatening Ethiopian culture. Pray a sense of unity among God's people that the EOC would stop oppressing evangelical believers and that a common sense of mission would take root among believers. Christians in some areas experience hostility from from some tribes who demand that Christians participate in tribal clashes. Pray that the church will be able to shun tribalism and be ready to give an answer to all who may question them about their hope. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this time we have to come together to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you. We thank you that you have provided us a medium through the internet that we can come together across miles and miles around the world to come together to pray for our brothers and sisters. So Lord, we lift up uh, our brothers and sisters in China, specifically these these elderly people right now who are under threat to lose the, the aid that they receive from their country um, because of their faith in Christ. Lord, I pray that, that as this man, um, this paralyzed man has stated that they would hold true to their faith in Christ, that they would uh, be willing to stand firm for the gospel that, that Jesus has given them, that they've been forgiven of their sin, and Lord, that they would stand firm in that. And even if it means that they, they, they stand before you sooner than they had expected, Lord, we pray that you would be glorified in their willingness to, to stand firm for their faith in you, Lord. We pray for, for Joseph and his family in Pakistan. We pray, God, that, that he would be allowed to live in this home, that, that, they have bought 
in this this neighborhood uh, amid their Muslim neighbors. Lord, I pray that that even this uh, this shooting that he has come through that that you would use that um, as a witness to his Muslim neighbors that he is still willing to stand on the gospel of Jesus Christ and that that would make them question why this man would would endure such persecution for you and that that would open up doors for him to share the gospel and that you would use that to draw his neighbors to yourself lord that they would stand in the same place of repentance and faith as he does and that this would would become a christian neighborhood father we pray for our brothers and sisters in ethiopia we pray for for those converts from islam to christianity who have been ostracized who have been pushed away by their families who have been uh, denied jobs and, and community resources, Lord. We pray that, that the church in Ethiopia would uh, be prepared to reach out to them, to offer assistance, to, uh, to bring them into, uh, into the, uh, the community of Christ in, in these areas, Lord. Uh, we, pray for, we pray that the Ethiopian Orthodox Church would, would find unity with, with other believers in Christ, Lord, that, that you would soften, soften the hearts of, of those EOC members to, to reach out to other evangelical uh, churches in the area that they wouldn't oppress them, uh, but that they would embrace them as, as fellow believers in you, Lord, and that there would be uh, unity among uh, different denominations in that area. And we pray for um, Christians who are in these rural areas where, where tribal clashes are happening and as they, they refuse to um, engage in, in violence, Lord, I pray that you would protect them, that you would use their witness to defeat tribalism, that you would use the gospel in drawing people to yourselves in those area, um, in those areas that you would draw people to yourself, that they would no longer desire the tribalism, but that they would see uh, that we are all together one as, as image bearers of God and that they would be united in, in faith in you, Lord. And again, Father, we pray for all of our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you. We pray that you would be with them, that their faith would be strong, that their willingness to share the gospel would be, would be bold and firm, and that they would, uh, that they would preach, and that, that you would use that to draw others to yourself, and that you would ultimately be glorified in all of those things, Lord. And it's in your name. And for your glory that we pray, Jesus. Amen. Thanks, guys. Thank you for uh, being part of this. Again, if, if you know anybody who would be willing to join in, uh, to join us in praying uh, twice a month, to, to watch a 15-minute video or listen to a 15-minute podcast, to pray with us, uh, to lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted for their faith in Christ, invite them to come to the Fifth Seal Facebook page or they can go over to the Evangelical Norm on YouTube and catch all the uh, stuff that is uh, the content that is released there. Or they can find the Fifth Seal on Google Play, iTunes, wherever they get the audio versions of the podcast they listen to. They can find that. Invite them to join us with more and more people coming together to, to pray for our brothers and sisters is nothing short of just becoming more glorifying to Christ so that we can when join in in prayer for our brothers and sisters. It, it brings glory to his name. So invite your friends, uh, uh, subscribe and uh, continue to lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted for their faith in Christ. And as always, 
preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.